This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. Hey, hon, what you doing with your fun? Do flowers have best friends? I don't know. Hey, look. Whoa. Some answers can only be found in nature. Discover the unsearchable. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a trail near you. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! happen in 49, 61, 63 or 69 when they reach the final. But the class of 2021 have delivered. Leicester City are FA Cup winners at last and are history makers at Wembley. They have blown their rivals away. They have blown us all away in truth. Premier League champions 2016. The amazing... Right, Chris. All right there. How the devil are we all? I hope you are well. Um, one one at the weekend. It was one of those. I said, I said I'd take it at the start, and then when it was a draw, I was kind of pissed off a little bit. Um, another Man United fan we had on thought it was a really, really, really poor game. But as I said to him, you haven't seen us earlier in the season. It is Leicester Till I Die TV, the prediction show. You can catch us on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Please smash the like button and give us a subscribe if you haven't already. It is a great support to us. And if you are listening on podcast on your favourite podcast platforms. We're on most of the main, well, we're on all the main ones and most of the other ones as well. Thank you for listening. That just continues to go strength to strength. 
Do you fancy a bit of this? the devil are you as modeled by a non-model <laughs> we've got all of it we've got the lesser till i die t-shirts polo shirts almost got everything by the bog roll <laughs> go over to the website it's all the w's dot lester till i die dot com forward slash shop and you can find all the range there and i'm sure you'd like to look like me yeah, no, I know you wouldn't. I know you wouldn't. Hey, good to say, Gay. John, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Welcome along. Nice to see you. And uh, everybody in the chat, obviously, join in because it is the prediction show. Let us know what your thoughts are for the upcoming games as we run through them. I've never known, John, which is your team. And I'm never sure what team you support. Uh, just might as well ask, mightn't I, really? Talking of asking, let's get him in. He's the busiest man on YouTube. It is the one, the only, the man, the myth, the legend that is Brad. Good evening, Brad. Good evening. He said legend, and I thought, well, he's not talking about me. He's obviously only about Steve, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, mate, um, how are you? Uh, um, <laughs> I'm enjoying today. Uh, finally, the joys of pen and paper and keeping a schedule, eh, mate? Who knew it makes good use? Like I say, call me old fashioned, but you know, I I, I like I like to uh, I like to use a diary. <laughs> but <Yeah. laughs> it can't it can't you won't it never needs them plugging and plugging back in again. But um we, we are Steveless at the moment. He did say it was okay for tonight when I spoke to him last night. He was kind of Kind of celebrate, well, not kind of, he was definitely celebrating Crystal Palace 3, <laughs> Arsenal nil. He was updating me the score in the show as we were going along last night. Uh, so he may be hung over. Who knows? But I'm sure um, we, we can add his, uh, well, there's a couple of predictions we'll definitely know anyway, but the others we yeah. can we can add in as we go along. Spencer, good evening, the man with my favourite um, thumbnail there. Um, can I ask what you all think of the Vichai statue? Um, Terry says, good evening, Chris and Brad. Hello, Terry and the dog. Um, and oh, <laughs> he has got a dog. Okay, if anybody thinks I'm dissing his wife, he has got a dog. Um, who is still missing your cuckoo clock, Brad. I don't know where that's gone to. Um, Vichai statue, uh, I've only seen it in the paper. It looks, it looks very nice. Yeah, I watched the um, uh, LCFC video uh, about um, uh, about it. Uh, you know, obviously the players, the ex-players, all turned yeah. up for the ceremony. Uh, Susan Wheeling gave a speech, and it just—it was one of them. You know, from a club's perspective, it was done really well. It was a bit emotional, in a way, bittersweet to watch because it was so yeah. lovely to see. But it it did get a bit teary-eyed watching it but yeah it looks brilliant uh, yeah. you can't honor a man like that any better than, than the way the club up so yeah it looks fantastic yeah. so it's yeah. great yeah no i mean totally agree with you and it would have been his 64th birthday 
this um, this year, a couple of days ago. Um, a little bit older than me, but only just. But I think the statue itself looks really, really good. I mean, you know, he's got it with a thumbs up, hasn't it? So, which was yeah. his, you know, one of his famous poses, if you like, or used to go around. And great, great man. And I, I just, I think it was long overdue, to be honest with you, long yeah. overdue. And, and a man that, that that wasn't just taken by fans of the football club; the entire city took to him and his yeah. family as well. So, yeah. I, I can remember old. when it when it happened, and obviously, you know, a lot a lot of the sort of bloggers and YouTubers who were being approached by papers, TVs, and what have you. And I think, you know, I, I said when I was being interviewed, he didn't buy the club. Or he didn't just buy a football club, he bought into the community. Yeah, yeah, he really did. I mean, he invested in hospitals, he did a yeah. lot for the, the the community, and and then that was something that you can maybe think that a that a a team or an ownership would say because they want to be, you know, seen good in the public eye. But he he made sure that his words were always matched by his um by his actions. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. that made it even better. And obviously, his son... He never, he never really shouted about it, did he? You know, and he never did it to... No. I can remember not long after they'd, um, they'd bought us out and uh, he was on the pitch and they were doing an, they were doing an announcement for um, some, some young lad that was really ill and his dad had cycled all around all the different football clubs to try and raise money. And... He, he he was something like twenty five thousand short, you know, of, of the two hundred thousand, whatever it was, you know, his target, etc. And they just gave him a check there and then. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, they've always, always been like that. you know. Yeah, since, since day one, they they have always been like that with with the city and that. I mean, I remember, and and people might have said at the time that it was a publicity stunt, but I remember fondly uh, the league. I believe it was the League One season. Um, may have started in that one because that was their first full season in, in charge. Um, where they actually at half time, what they would do is they would pick out, um, uh, at completely at random. I think, I think, I think it, well, it wasn't completely at random, they did it stand by stand per match. So they did like the West Stand, the North Stand, the East Stand, the South Stand, and they drew out people to give them completely. I, lo I love the points. way you describe the fact that we've got four stands there. Yeah, I know. Like, like, like <laughs> any other stadium doesn't have four stands. But the way they did it is each each home game, they obviously kept rotating which stand they drew it from. But they would pick at random a, 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 a ticket holder for that match. Um, mm. And flew and, and paid all expenses for them to get flown out to yeah, yeah. have a holiday in Thailand. So they've I mean, always been so gracious. And, and have, to the away fans as well. Sorry? And the away fans as well, haven't oh, they? Yes, they've yeah, yeah. Away you travel, etc. They've been there for, you know, they've... they've... You know, we, we know that you know it started off as a joke that if we get promotion, we'll give you a beer at the next match, or whatever. And we all got it. Uh, every time on his birthday, it was cookies or, or cakes and, and a drink. Um, you know, breakfast if you turned up as an away fan. Um, you got yeah. you know uh, shooting t-shirt, you know shirts into the into the ground. I mean, you go to Wembley. And they've had staff there putting, you know, bags and scarves yeah. and flags on the chairs. It's just, yeah. as Spencer says, best owners in the world. And if anybody yeah. like Derby or anybody like that is thinking of, well, if anybody's thinking of buying a club, have a look at the Leicester band, you know, have a look at the Leicester model. 
because that's what you should be looking at, you know. But uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Eintracht Frankfurt says, John, I do apologise, mate, with it not being sort of an English team, it, um, it, I, I didn't remember to be honest with you. I do apologise. Well, well we've, had, we've had a bit of a chat. Um, <laughs> it actually was quite good because I thought it might give Steve a chance to get on because we are Steveless at the moment. Unfortunately, with his job, um, he said last night through um, possibly a drunken haze that he was okay to come on tonight um, because he was doing the um, a celebration because Arsenal were losing. Oh, dear. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, Scott, it's Scott in the comments. I, I don't know. Not yet, no, no, not yet. But uh, I'm going to say um, maybe give the responsibility to Scott like last time. But if not, I'm sure we can fill in the blanks. And... We can fill in the blanks, and I, I, I can. I uh, obviously I speak to him regularly, so I can get that off him. There's two games we know what he'll go for anyway. Um, but yeah. He, he, you know, he was updating me. Oh, the one nil up, Palace. Oh, the two nil up. Oh, he's three. He was giving me a running commentary, and uh, as we went through, um, uh, Turf says, "How do Max and Paddy <laughs> on the road to what's that guy with the gather theme tune goes now?" Wrong heading on the road to nowhere. You're definitely Max. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, thank you know you. I know that because you'd come up with something original as magnet and steel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Miss Molina, good evening. How the devil are you? Um, I tell you what, Turf, uh, Turf, Dan. Sorry, Dan. If you want to give your predictions in the in the chat, just in case Steve does come on later. And it would all get a little bit awkward. So if you want to do that, and then we can always, if I do, if it does pop on, we can always take them out later. But let us have a look, a look at the um, fixtures. And I hope you are well, Miss Molina. Uh, and this is what happened last week. Yes. Maybe it's, well, I say better best forgotten. Um, sorry, Dan, I'm going into... Uh, uh, <laughs> Do have to go into a step song there, and and I, I know you're a huge fan of steps, so that was just for you. Um, yeah, we we got six, Brad. We didn't do bad, did we? No, actually, in fact, that's probably one of our our better better weeks. Uh, you know, and at, at one stage, I, I think I don't know about yourself, but I think I was on for quite a good Saturday in general. I think Chelsea. Hmm. Well, I'm not, not. I'm not bothered that Chelsea buggered that up. But uh, yeah, mm. I was looking for. A, I was on a nice run, and then, um, and then minus minus some teams holding out for draws and and whatnot, and and Crystal Palace spanking Arsenal. But still, six, six out of ten. Uh, you take that. Yeah. It's not quite meatloaf. It's not, it's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not quite, is it? it? I love it's meatloaf. I was watching a program about. Don't get me started talking about meatloaf, or we will be here all night. Um, yeah, I don't think any of well, I think we all we all knew Liverpool were going to wallop Watford. Um, as no disrespect, Dan, as in Man City versus Burnley as well. Uh, but none of us, none of us saw Brentford coming. I don't think. Um, no, I'm um, very glad to be wrong on that one, though. Yes, yes, it, it's nice to see Brentford doing well. Obviously, the big boys who didn't want to take a risk on Christian Eriksen at the start, now they, um, um, they. You know, a, a circling around, ready for the end of the season. Surprise, surprise! It's always yeah. the same with the big boys, isn't it? You no, know um, I, I would love it if at the end of the season, Brentford or Brentford's last home game, if he came out to a rapturous applause, obviously, 
if he came out and 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 he announced that he was signing another 12 month deal with Brentford mm. I think that would be brilliant and he'd be a big middle finger to those greedy bar yes. stalls that think yes. they're just snapping back up and getting back in their team because <laughs> yes. I think the only team realistically that could lure him away from Brentford to make him go to the big ones would obviously be Spurs yes um, yeah. And that all dependent is probably dependent on Conte more than Spurs themselves. Um, yeah. But yeah, I would love it if he came out. I'd you know, love it as well. I would absolutely love it. Yeah. Big up back to you, um, Nippon. Hope you are well. Um, are you coming well, in to see if we predict a, a Chelsea spanking again this week? <laughs> Ooh. Well, Ooh. We'll, we'll see. We'll see who they're playing. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Right. Well, let's get into it. Um, Number one, game number one. We are looking at, um, here we go, Newcastle versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. Um, Wolves are ninth, Newcastle, um, is that 16th? Yes, I think it's 16th, isn't it? I, I need your glasses, it might be better than mine. <laughs> and uh, uh, the last two times out, Wolves have well, Newcastle haven't won. They lost two one early on in the season. In fairness, they were losing to everybody then under Steve Bruce, and they got a draw last this time last season. Um, how do you see this one going? Well, that that momentum got delayed in the post, didn't it? When Eddie Howe was first appointed, it took oh excuse me, it took Newcastle a considerable amount of time to get that you know get 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 some points on the board under eddie howe and yeah i don't know maybe they've let the foot off the gas a bit too early maybe they've premature or celebrated um because they took a right hammering against Tottenham, and i don't know Tottenham are on form but you know maybe that was karma for that time that newcastle were already relegated and they beat Tottenham five one to make sure that they finish third mm. in a two-horse race. I don't know. Maybe they're running out of steam. Maybe some of them players have got the feet up and think, well, hey, job done. We've got enough points on the board. We'll be all right. And I don't know. I feel like maybe they're going to get back into a relegation scrap uh, mm. again. Wolves, um, what was their result the weekend? Did they get in it? They, they, they beat Villa 2-1. Yeah, they, they, they yeah. beat Villa 2-1, yeah. which, which they probably needed because they were just starting to... They'd had that shock defeat to Leeds, didn't they? And they looked like they were mm. starting to drop off again, like like they weren't going to be able to continue that challenge for maybe a European spot. Yeah. Uh, I know it's at Newcastle, but I've got a funny feeling Wolves are going to nick it. So I'm yeah. going to go for a Wolves, uh, a Wolves win. I mean, I... Um... I would, I would be, I'd been tempted with that, uh, as you know, uh, you never have been a big fan of Wolves this season. Newcastle, I mean, who, who was it? They lost, they lost, they lost two. Um, I know I've just Spain. said Tottenham five one, they got uh, five one by Tottenham, wasn't it? Of course, well, it's there on the screen. I should be looking at that screen. Right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're fifteenth, like I say, uh, and Spurs, uh, top Wolves, sorry, are eighth. But Wolves haven't been on brilliant form recently. You know, they they, they, they lost to Leeds 3-2. They only just got past Everton 1-0 um, and well, beat Watford. But when you look at the form table, and this is what is interesting, as I said to you, we're going to look at the form table this week. Oh. Newcastle are in 12th in the form table. 
Wolves are on 11th, in 11th place. So they're actually both there or thereabouts. Um, yeah. Although you would say that Newcastle's last two games probably dropped them. They were probably up there, probably ahead of Man City, who I believe are like fifth or sixth in the form table. Yes. So they have dropped considering the last two games. So. I mean, if you're looking at um, the last three games, I mean, they, yeah, they got the spanking from Tottenham. They they somehow managed to lose against Everton, um, and you know they they they, uh, they lost to Chelsea, but only just one nil. Um, I've got to agree with. Uh, well, I'm going to say agree with Steve. Steve's not here, but Turf uh, Dan from Turf Morehouse TV, and do get over there and give his channel a like. It is a great channel. Lots of general football content there, and I'm sure he's getting the championship content ready for next year, next season. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, did I say that out loud? I think I did. Um, he's gone for a one-one draw. And I think I'm going to have to agree. I'm going to go for the draw as well there. Um, oh, you've got a championship mentality there, mate. I just I just think it's at Newcastle. That, you know, that's spanking. They need to come back from that. You know, like they say, get on the uh, on the bike straight away, as they say, uh, yeah. if she doesn't mind, of course. And then you've got to think that uh, it is out there. You've got the home fans behind them. And Wolves, then... They're not the Wolves that they were earlier on in the season. And the funny thing is there's so many clubs that we've said that have started well, Brighton, Brentford, Wolves, um, etc., and they've started to sort of slowly drop down. Um, so I'm going to go for the draw. I agree with I agree with Dan on that one. Yeah. Um, he said the I just feel like Wolves are the worst team you could come up against when you've just taken a thumping and you're at home because if Wolves were straight, Newcastle for 20 minutes and the first 20 minutes and half hour the fans then you know as as much praise as Newcastle fans get they're, they're only human although people might say barely because it's Newcastle fans but <laughs> um, they'll get nasty they'll start turning you'll start hearing the boos and especially if Wolves then can get into half time 1-0, 0-0. I just don't mm. see I see Newcastle going back to the same old Newcastle and just giving up the ghost. But mm. we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. We will. We will. Uh, Nippon's gone for a goalless draw as well. Um, right. So, next up. And I think he's going to have a big bearing because, of course, I mean, it's Everton Man United. Uh, Man United sat there in seventh, Everton well down in 17th. Um, I was watching a little bit of Dan's show earlier because Dan's got uh, these tomorrow night. Um, and the, the, the Everton fan was, I think, ready for jumping off a cliff, to be honest with you, bless her. But we know Man United, we've just played them. But I think depending what happens tomorrow night, I mean, it's a it's a must win for both those teams, Burnley and Everton, for that game. You know, they both need to win that. Um, but I can see that ending up as, as a draw. Yeah. But Everton, you know, all the all the matches are now being rearranged. They're just on. I mean, okay, they got the win against Newcastle, but let's be honest with you, you know that 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 was that was unexpected. 
I, I mean, a Man United, well, we, we saw how they played. I mean, you know, when you've got a manager that goes out and gets his team absolutely tonked by Manchester City in the derby, then decides to play exactly the same way against Leicester City, you know, it's like a... The light, the light. Ollie was at the wheel before, now nobody's at the wheel and the coach is just going all over the place. Yeah, there's just a brick on the accelerator and, no, and yeah. nothing holding on to the steering wheel at Manchester United and, and thankfully I'm not a Manchester United fan otherwise I'd be really really concerned about this game because I, I, I was on Steve, um, Stephen's channel earlier as, as you know and I, mm. I brought this up and I said what's going through Ralph Ragnick's head apart from not a lot according to Manchester United fans uh, yeah. where he looked at Manchester he looked at the issue at Manchester and I know Cavani's out and Ronaldo was out, whatever, or last minute he was out. Of course, it's hard to say how the game goes if one of them's playing. But I just want to know how you have, form or not, a technically a striker on the bench and, and how you look at your form and go, I know what will fix it. We'll do what our rivals Man City do and play with no strikers. Because that was the, you know, we've questioned Rogers playing like a Marty at a left back or whatever mm. this season when we've seen our lineups. But to have Bruno Fernandes playing in a striking role behind Pogba and constantly rotating them to around and which one does what. No wonder Manchester United are in a worse state than they were under Oli. Um, yeah. And it's at Everton. I mean, yes, Everton didn't do themselves any favours. Keane got sent off, which is not what you need when you're fighting relegation and you're looking for every point's worth double if not triple with how close it is at the bottom between them and Burnley and, 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 and Watford and whatnot. And Everton did get something at Old Trafford, didn't they? They nicked a point yeah. and they had a VAR situation where I think it was Mina was Yerry Mina was offside, it stopped them getting a winning goal. Unfortunately, Frank Lampard's a bit crap as a manager. So mm. I think he's just worse than Ralph Ragnick. And whether it's by hook or by crook, assuming Ronaldo's available, or at least one of the two, I'm going to say Man United scrape the win. Yeah, you go for Man United. I mean, yeah, you look at this, I mean, I mean, you know, the, the, the last two meetings were a draw earlier in the season, 1-1 and a 3 all last season. But it was it was a different Man United then. Uh, sorry, sorry, different Everton then, I should say. I mean, for me, Everton are, are rudderless at the moment. There's so much going on at the club. You know, you look at Man United and think, what's going on behind the scenes there? Then you look at Man United and, you know, I read earlier on today that they might be in, in investigating a £320,000 fraud or something. You know, I just, I don't know what's going on there. And I think... I'm not saying man, that, that Lampard is a bad manager. I mean, you know, he did all right at Chelsea. You know, he got them without having been able to go and buy anybody. He was able to get them um, into the uh, in, into the Champions League. But I just think that he was the wrong man for this position. He hasn't got enough experience. To, it's like it's like Watford and Fulham appointing Ranieri. You know, wrong managers at the wrong time. Uh, I still say, and again, this was something I actually said on, on, on Dan's channel when I was in the chat earlier. I think one of the best things that happened to Leicester was when we dropped down to the third tier. Yeah. yeah because, it was. 
we clipped, we got rid of what we got a new manager in. Because, I mean, if he hadn't gone, we'd have still had Ollie. And I know Ollie got Blackpool and blah, blah, blah. But the whole Leicester squad at that time was round pegs in square holes. And it wow. was such, we, we'd had so many, we'd gone through the Levine years and, and, uh, uh, and yeah. other. Yeah. I mean, Levine years aside, mate, Holloway bought the place that didn't even know existed. Yes. I mean, what was it? We had. Uh, Zolt Laxco is the name that sticks with me, and I remember Gabriel Boring. Oh, yeah, oh god, now you're taking me back, but yeah, and this is it. And we wouldn't have moved on if we hadn't gone down, I don't yeah. think. But going down, it's like yeah, third tier for the first time in our history, we need to do something here. Yeah, I think, I think there's a few teams that maybe benefited from that. Southampton, I yeah. if I remember rightly, but benefited from that. At, you know, they spent a couple of seasons there, you know, mm. notably we're the only team like that that have ever gone into the third, into the third tier and come straight back up from, yeah. from that. Yeah. But Leeds as well benefited from it in a long run, didn't they, eventually? Yeah, so, but I mean, we, we, we went and got Pearson, who, funnily enough, kept Southampton up at our expense in the second tier, and then they sacked him. We got him yeah. in, and to be honest with you, that was just... That was amazing. What an amazing bit of business. He yeah. came in, he, he got rid of the Deadwood, he started again, he got a lot of loan players in because he knew that if we went straight back up, these weren't players that were championship level, but they were League One level to get us up. And the rest, as they say, is history. So I don't think it would be a bad thing for Everton to go down. Man United, I, I mean, you know, the Man United fans, were, and I know it was an excuse, then they were really bad. Uh, or did Leicester make them look bad? I know on, on Luca's show earlier, you had Darius on Bath Time with Vaughan, and I had him on my opposition show earlier, and he thought it was a really, really drab game. Uh, but like I say, he, he hasn't seen us earlier in the season. Um, Rannick's, I mean, it's wrong. You don't, you should. If you're going to get rid of Ollie, which they did to please the, tea, the, the fans, and I've said this all along, I'm bored of saying it, you, you get a permanent manager in if you're Manchester United, not somebody who is not a yeah. manager. Uh, that said, with the players they've got, if they cannot go out and beat this Everton team, don't sack the manager, sack 11, 14, 15 players. <laughs> Obviously never happened, but I've got to go for a Man United win. Uh, because I say, if they don't win this, then, <laughs> I, yeah. you know, pack your I bags up. To be, to be honest with you, if they weren't playing an Everton-like side away from home, mm. I would probably have gone for a draw. I think even if they played Burnley away from home, I would have gone for a draw. And that's saying something, considering Burnley uh, are where they are. I, I, I think Everton are just that bad that even a really bad Manchester United team, performance-wise, should get the job done. I just... Yeah. It's one of them. It just says how bad they've been this season or how wrong it's going for them, should I say. Yeah. Right. Um, let me just check on this. So we have now got coming up. Um, yeah. Uh, turf, turf, uh, turf. Dan has gone for the um, same as us, Man United win. And Spence has gone for United as well. Uh, I can't see anything other than that, to be honest with you. Um, so we're on to the next game, which, well, Dan, 
you can say what you want. We're going to put uh, <laughs> we're going to put Brighton down as a win for Steve straight away because they are playing um, they are playing against Arsenal. Arsenal. <sighs> I mean, you know, last night it was a total surprise. And I, to be honest with you, I've, I've felt like turning off my social media because all we've heard since then and all we hear until this game is Arteta out and he doesn't know the process and he doesn't know what he's doing and he's the wrong man and we're Arsenal and we shouldn't be losing 3-0 to Crystal Palace and we're Arsenal fans and we're up our own arse and what have you. So, but they got spanked. Well done. Well done, Crystal Palace. Brighton, now I'm not saying that it's because you are now going out with Chloe, Brad, but since then, since that has started, it, it's not been good. And Brighton are actually 20th in the form table at the moment. It's like you're asking me to get divorced before we're even married, mate. Uh, <laughs> no, well, it's up to you, you, you know, if you're going to turn up at the Amex and just, you know, don't wear a Leicester shirt. <laughs> Uh, no, she, I won't be allowed in the stadium if she, if she sees me with that. Um, but uh, yes, no, I, I, I prefer to look at this in a different light. I tried to share my my, my look around, and it didn't. It's not worked since. And then in the last predictions, I had an epiphany, which hurt my brain a little bit because I don't know that word, but apparently it means you had <laughs> an inspired thought. And I went with the draw against Norwich. And for the first time in about seven games with Brighton, I got the result right. So I'm not going to get carried away. <laughs> uh, it's at Arsenal. So for that reason, I'm going to stick to my guns until it's wrong. Part of the pull with Arsenal there, but I'm going to go for a draw. You're going for a draw? Whoa. Well, if Palace can beat them, then Brighton can certainly go there and get something wrong, can't they, surely? I mean, I know Chloe, bless her, she's not ill, but if she has been physically sick, since that game finished, watching Palace beat Arsenal, it's probably the only team she doesn't like to see beat Arsenal. Yeah. She's not been feeling very well, bless her. You see, I'm, I mean, let, 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 let's have a look at this. Arsenal sat in fifth, Brighton in 13th. Um, the last two games, were, well, the last early one in the season was nil-nil. But then, in fairness, Arsenal didn't have the best of starts and Brighton had an amazing start to the season. Um this game last season, it was 2-0 to Arsenal. In the current form, like I say, Brighton are just bottom of the current form. They've, they've let in more goals in the last six games. Well, they've got a worse goal difference in the last six games than Norwich. I'm sorry, Brighton. You know, what are you playing at? Um, you've got the next England manager managing you, you know, you've got the manager who's, who's, you know, every time he bends down to pick the football up, the sun comes out of his backside. What are you doing? You haven't won in, I don't know how many games, five at least. Um, this is, this is, and I hate to say this, and I'm sorry if, um, if Steve's watches on catch up or anything, but I can't see anything other than an Arsenal win. And I know they lost to Palace, but, they are well, they are kind of that sort of team. They'll lose, win. You know, I mean, they've won more than they've lost recently, in fairness. They were the form team. You know, they're sat in fifth in the form table at the moment. And I just think they'll come back after that game. And uh, I think Brighton will get the uh, the, the wrong end of, a, of, of, a, of, a, of the three points, I am afraid. Dan says Arsenal to beat um, Brighton. Um, 
I can't oh, put that yeah, one down. I never like Dan anyway. He's just bitter that he's going to play Millwall on Tuesday. <laughs> but yeah, mate, I, I, I can't go. I can't. I, I get what you're doing, um, but I can't go for. Uh, I can't be half of Steve. No, I, I've got I to go for Brighton. I think this is bang out of order, right? Steve's got his traditions. I've now got my traditions. You've got to pick a team and stick stick your neck out there. I think you should always back Brentford to win the Mataruda play. And I think you should make them. That's it. Steve has his Arsenal and his, and his um, Spurs. I have me drawing Brighton. And now you've got to have your winning Brentford. I think you should stick to it. <laughs> what, me? Yeah, yeah. You might get more <laughs> points, actually. Don't do that. I changed my mind. Do we all? <laughs> Yeah. And honestly, Steve, I like Steve. He'd kill me and he'd never come back on the show if I if I went for an Arsenal win on behalf of him, I'm afraid. You know, this is the guy, like I say, that was watching the game and actually came on to my live show to tell me what the score was. So um we... he's gonna say that he came on to you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, it's been a while. It's yeah. been a while. <laughs> um, right, let us go for um, the next game, which, let me just bring it across here. We look at here, and we are looking at um, Southampton at home to Chelsea. Chelsea in third at the moment. That might be... Um, <laughs> that might be questionable, though, uh, for much longer if they carry on like they did the other day. Southampton in 11th. I mean, earlier on uh, in the season, it was 3-1 to Chelsea. Uh, it was 1-all this game last season. Um, Southampton are struggling, Brad. Mm. Having said that, Chelsea were in the last game. But my God, you know, he's... I, I had Southampton as an outside bet for maybe, you know, the Conference League, but they've really, they, they seem to have these dips in form every season um, around this time. And I mean, Chelsea, I can't accept that, and, and, and I don't want to use this, well, I'm going to use this as a comparison, but, you know, with what happened at Leicester City and then we went out and played uh, Cardiff and we won one nil that Chelsea with all the troubles that are going on in their backyard can't go out and beat a team like Brentford. Yeah and no disrespect to Brentford but they're not on the best of form at the moment. Yeah but the the problem is if you look back over the last few seasons Chelsea have always been susceptible to a bit of a shot beating by someone and it's not just that last Two or three seasons, I you know we're talking. I think they lose to Bournemouth once at home. Uh, I think they or they or they had like a dramatic draw against Bournemouth and, and and teams like that. So they are susceptible to it. And this season, Chelsea have been from from my from my view, they've been very lackadaisical the way they go about uh, performing. You don't. You know, I remember you, I used to watch Soccer Saturday or watch them on telly or whatever, and you'd watch Chelsea almost in awe because they'd pass the ball around and mm. Hazard would fly down the wing and he'd tricky step overs and he'd find Diego Costa and would bite your arm off to get his head in front of there because he was a nasty, nasty piece of work up front. Yeah, they had a glorious side that you didn't have to like it, mm. but they played free, high-tempo football. This Chelsea team just looks like a bunch of stroppy teenagers that can't be bothered. 
And for that reason, even though Southampton are in bad form, Southampton are going to win this game. Ooh. Because I think Chelsea, you know, now they don't. Now they're no longer owned by a man that will control court you if you don't win a notable trophy. Mm. I think Chelsea's focus will be purely one hundred percent on both legs uh, in the Champions League, and I think their form in the league continues to slip. Right. Well, Dan has gone. I've got you, Dan. Then for Southampton win, Brad. Um, we're not agreeing on an awful lot this week, so we may see some movement in the old points chart. Well, I mean, um, it's getting better, yeah. it's getting a little drastic. For I me. should just for the rest of the season just agree with everything you say, shouldn't I? Um, Turf more, uh, Dan says, uh, Chelsea are having good weeks and bad in and out of form, it's unreal. Southampton to get a point, nil nil draw. Um, yes, Scott, you've caught up, <laughs> thanks very much. Uh, and Spencer has gone for Southampton and Chelsea to be a draw. Um, is Nippon still in, or is Nippon not, you know, hidden his head under the uh, parapet as we're talking Chelsea? I mean, <sighs> Chelsea's last five, they beat Burnley 4-0. Sorry, sorry, Dan. They beat Norwich 3-1. They beat Newcastle 1-0. And, yeah, every so often, any I mean, it's the weirdest of seasons, and I think we've all got to say this has been the weirdest of seasons you know if Leicester had had the sort of the season we had had you know any other season we'd have been down in you know 14th 15th but it's only because everybody else is having such a bad season as well uh that, that we kind of managed to sort of keep our head above water so it is it is a funny season but I can see Chelsea getting back to winning ways I think Tuchel that will have hurt him that will have hurt him, and uh, I'm going to go for a Chelsea win. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to disagree with both of you. No, that's it's good. Just it's my, it's my, it's my show, and I'm allowed to. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but no, uh, so oh, yeah, one one each there, uh, and I mean Chelsea are still third in the form table as they are in the league, and Southampton are down in 14th. And I say, just look at that Southampton. You know, last four, you know, last five games, sort of thing, and you know they're not. Yeah, they're not. You know, I mean, they they got the one win over Norwich. Well, you know. Well, you uh, know what, mate? You just made an interesting point. Third in the third table, uh, third in the form table, third in the league. They finished third for like the last three or four seasons. It feels like no one, no wonder they were bloody sponsored by three. You might as well call them. <laughs> Third Chester United, for what it's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. I mean, have there are three not stopped sponsoring them, though. I, I, I think they have because of all the rushes. Yes. And that, yeah. And that. But, that, I mean, gee, no wonder three stopped all. It just made sense, didn't it? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I really do. Right. Um, I've completely lost where I am now. Um, Watford Leeds is the next game. And um, let's have a look and bring up uh, the details on that. Um, Watford. Look, I don't have to say this every week, do I? 
and I heard it actually mentioned. I think I think it was Richie's show last night. He mentioned the fact that he, you know, he he wanted these teams to go down and stay down and give other teams a chance. You know, Bournemouth came up and managed to stay up more than uh, a few years. Uh, Leeds have, uh, have made it two seasons. Look like they're probably going to make it three. Sheffield United made it two. At least have a go when you come up. Um, they managed to beat Southampton. They lost to Wolves. They lost to Arsenal. That was a th- the 3-2. They did draw against Man United, but obviously they lost against Liverpool. Leeds... It's a must-win game. This is another must-win game, to be honest with you. Uh, Leeds in 16th, Watford in 18th. How do you see this going? Watford are going down. Yes. Norwich are going down. I think the way they both play their football, they're just... They just make... They're, they're like an infestation, aren't they, right now? All they're doing is they're, the infestation nest has been found and they're slowly dying out, and they're just trying to scrimp and scrape as many points as they can and upset as many teams as possible while they go back down to the championship. Uh, the thing is, the difference... Between, I, I know things have changed a little bit in terms of form and how they're playing as well. At one point a few weeks ago, we were all discussing the possibility of could someone like Watford and, and, or Burnley or Watford and Norwich or Norwich and Burnley, a combination of two or three of them do enough to drag Leeds also into this relegation scrap with them because they were they were alarmingly going downhill. And, and whether, you know, I know Leeds fans hold him dear in the heart, but rightfully they sacked the manager, questionable who they chose to replace him with, however, but they were right yeah. to sack him because they were only going one way. And their performances have improved. They got a great comeback win against Wolves. Yeah. Yes, Wolves are down to 10 men. But given the side that Wolves have in the Formula A, they should not capitulate to lose that game 3-2. They only lost 1-0 to us. They got a vital win, um, you know, thrown in there. And I just think Watford are a bit boring, a bit dumb for, and, you know, the way they play football like Norwich do, playing for points, which is point, literally quite ironically, is pointless right now for them because they're even further behind and need to be winning these games. And mm. I think this is the final nail in their coffin. And ironically, the, the win that keeps Leeds up because I'm going for a Leeds win. Right. Um, Dan, Dan, the Burnley man, uh, he has gone for Watford to nick this. It helps him to say, uh, but, but well done for being honest, uh, uh, Dan. Um, in the form table, it's not a lot different. Watford are 17th in the form table, Leeds are 15th. Um, I mean, it, it is tough down there. Leeds, Leeds are doing what they have to. I mean, like they beat Norwich 2-1. That was a must-win game for them. Um, and you can, you know, beating the teams around you is more important than beating the teams up at the top of the division. Um, but Leeds are on 30, Watford are on 22. I mean, all right, Watford have played one less game, but that's seven points. So that is, you're asking Watford, if they want to overtake Leeds, to win three games and this be one of them. And I can't see that happening. No, I, can't I can't see yeah. it happening. Um, the fact that it is at Watford, I do want Watford to go down. You know, I, I've said it so many times, but 
I'm going for the draw. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to go for the draw with it being at Watford. Um, he's a wily old fox. He's our boy. And and I think, you know, he might just get something from this one. So, uh, oh, hang on. Let me just... Watford leads. Where are we? Right. Let me try and bring the next game up because my system wasn't working. Um, and it is um, Villa versus Spurs. All right, Dan, I'm putting, <laughs> I'm putting, I'm putting Steve down for Aston Villa. Um, yeah, they gave Newcastle a Tonkin, and Kane didn't even get on the sheet. Uh, Tottenham, they won, um, beat West Ham three one. They beat sorry, Brad Tottenham two nil. They managed to lose it against Man United and 5-0 against Everton. They are on a bit of a hot run at the moment. Um, Villa, meanwhile, lost to Wolves, lost to Arsenal, lost to West Ham, but they did beat Leeds and they did beat Southampton. Aston Villa, I think, still are a team in development, and Conte's got something out of Tottenham, and he's got them sat in fourth. And it'll be funny if 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 Arsenal do lose it, because I did say it was their position to lose. Which way is this one going to go, Brad? It's only going one way, mate. And I'm sorry, Steve, if you're listening or catching up on this, but Spurs are thrashing Villa. Villa have had... I agree, and, and I think Villa board need to be mindful of this. If you're giving the job to someone as... Of Stephen Gerrard's calibre in terms of his managerial experience, I did say when he was appointed, he's probably one of the wiser players that have turned to management after their career. In the fact that he he went to Rangers, spent uh, spent uh, a bit of time there to develop his managerial expertise and 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 get it up to scratch, if you will, for lack yeah. of a better term. Uh, I think he needs to be given the time to build there. Um, they've been very hot and cold. Oh, excuse me, hot and cold with their form. You know, like you mentioned, them last two wins they had, they're now on a trounce into nothing. And I, I said when it happened that Conte would be maybe that perfect, um, uh, perfect uh, appointment for them. Uh, and he's proven that to be the case. Spurs have been mm. a lot better in league form. Um, and and they maybe have that eye on, on really trying to maybe get revenge for 15-16 in that coming third and tourist race. Maybe they want to <laughs> knock Arsenal off that perch and, and we can all laugh at Arsenal for bottling for, for fourth place for holding yes, place. Yes. Yeah, that would be that would be nice, I have to admit. Um Steve agrees with Mr. North Macedonia. He thinks Spurs will win this comfortably, <laughs> but he understands Steve Alliances. Um Scott said he means both Villa and Spurs get points deducted for the game would be an ideal scenario. Um I, I mean the last two games, Tottenham won two one, Villa won last season two one. Um Villa a tenth in the form table as it stands at the moment. Spurs are second. And I think Conte's got a lot of work to do uh, in the summer. And he's got a big decision to make, obviously, about uh, a, a certain Mr. Kane. But I think with these two managers, they're both going to have to be given time to get 
I think, you know, what they want. And I think Conte, as the manager that got, went in when he did, could say to Spurs, well, if I come in, if you want me now, you're going to have to do it my way. To oh. quote Frank Sinatra. I, I, I think, think he did, mate. I think he, I think he had Daniel Levy was probably for the first time in his career was put over a barrel yeah. uh, and enters without warning when he when he had to grovel at his feet to get him back into the interview interviewing yeah. for the job. Yeah, uh, because of yeah. what happened the first time round. So yeah. yeah, no, exactly. So you know he's in a very good position, but with Conte, you've got a manager who's experienced. That even though you know he's probably not got the team that he, that he wants, he's getting them. He's getting a tune out of a very old orchestra, if you like. Yeah. On the yeah. other hand, Villa, I think have have got Gerard in for the long term. I've, I've heard their owners or their owners' representative on the radio quite a bit, and they talk a very good game. I'm going to be honest with you. They, I do like the sound of the of what they're saying, and I think. Gerard will be given time, and I don't think they, you know, if they can finish mid-table this season, that's as much as I think that they, they are possibly expecting. And then next season, after the after the window, I think they're going to go for it. So you've got two managers here that I think will will get to sort of a bit of time to 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 show what they can do. But I totally agree with you on this one. Um, you know, I I can't see I can't see Villa getting anything, and I I think it spurs all the way. Um, as they say, um, we're all on the we're all on the way to Wembley. Ozzy's knees are all a trembly, as those great philosophers Chaz and Dave once said. <laughs> hey, we're going to be back just after this. Do oh, I said no, no, no. I nearly forgot. You didn't remind me, Brad. It's time for the Daily Spurs. How could I have forgotten that? But how apt to do it at this precise moment? Uh, Spurs, if you're watching, any Spurs fans, it's been 14 years, 36 days, 4 hours, 23 minutes and 31 seconds since you last won a trophy. You've got to feel sorry for them, don't you, Brad? No. No. No, <laughs> we've said no at the same time then. Guys, please do this for me. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Yeah, please give us a subscribe. Um, we would really mean a lot to us. Right, let me try and get back up then. Oh, um, what match is showing there? Uh, oh, Brentford-West Ham. I've got it here, yeah. Brentford-West Ham. Brentford, my God. Well, we've, we've discussed it already, haven't we? What an amazing result that was for them. Um, uh, they Obviously, they lost to us. Um, we'll show you how it's done, Chelsea. Uh, they managed to beat Burnley and they managed to beat Norwich. And again, I said earlier with, with Leeds, this is what Brentford need to do. They started off very well. They've dropped away. But what you know, what, what they're doing is beating the teams around them. And that's worth, I think, a lot more than, you know, again, I mean, obviously three points is three points. But, you know, if you can, if 
you can get three points, but at the same time taking three points off those teams around you, as they say, it's a six-pointer. West Ham, yeah, I mean, they they, they lost to Tottenham. They, they struggled um, to beat Everton 2-1. Uh, I mean, they're still in Europe. They're having a good season. You know, they are there in six still. Not the fourth they we're hoping for. Brentford, 14. I think they're going to stay up. How do you see this one going? Uh, there's a lot riding on on a couple of teams' midweek performance. I do, boy. Most, 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 most notably, obviously, we've discussed the Everton Burnley midweek game that they've got. Um, West Ham in Europe and obviously ourselves will be playing in Europe this weekend for Arsenal and Spurs fans that's a little competition where you play clubs from around the globe in, in European areas and um, yeah just in case you forgot what that feels like um, good, no, good point Brad well, well, well done and well pointed out sir yeah <laughs> Um, and I think that both clubs, and I know we touched on this ourselves in, 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 the, in the last post-match, but mm. I think you're coming to that point where, because um, I don't know if West Ham have the first leg at home or, or if that's the second leg at, um, in, in their tie, but you feel that either way, you, you, you're now at that point of the season where maybe your, your eggs go into... A weight down more in one basket. Yeah. European success is always the eye-catching one. They're obviously in the Europa League over the Conference League that we're in. They're, at home. Always... They're at home this Thursday, Brad. Okay, so they, they, they won't suffer anything from from travel. But again, you know, the the, the we're into that fight that that word final stage. You know, it's quarterfinals for them, so they might look at that competition a little bit more. Maybe take the foot off the gas. Brentford are at home. They've just come off a phenomenal win. I uh, I think they kind of rubber stamp another season in the Premiership. And I think Brentford actually probably going to get themselves a comfortable win here, actually. Um, oh, wow. uh, I think West Ham maybe go full steam ahead in their mm. in their first in their first leg. Especially being at home, and I think that might affect them having to travel. Uh, well, not too far to Brentford, is it? <laughs> I, was gonna, I, was, I was waiting to see where you were going to go with that. Was I thinking, like, yeah, travel down the road? Like, no, hold on, it's not your fault they were. Brentford are not too far, but yeah, still, you know, <laughs> dealing with that, I think they might put all they'll put the majority of their effort into Thursday night, and yeah. It's it's Brentford at home, isn't it? You, they've got some good results at home against the uh, top end. So I, I'm yeah. back in Brentford. Yeah. Um, I've got your problem here. I need to put me other set of teeth in. Spencer's has gone for a Brentford win uh, as well, as has um, Turf Morehouse. Um, they will be on a humongous high. Brentford to beat West Ham. Yes, I mean that's the thing. They, they will be literally on on, on a huge yeah. high. I would feel like even if West Ham get a really good result on Thursday, you you, you do have that psychological hangover yes. effect, don't you? Yes. yes. So um, Terry says, Brad, have those glasses got plain glass in them? He still seems to have to get an inch away to read the comments. He's on his phone. It's not <laughs> that. I'm on my phone, and the screen yeah. is like it's, it's like that big, so I can't. I, I can't even see who's commenting. So every time I'm seeing it, I'm like that. 
Yes. But yes. I do apologise, Terry. It's, it's my phone, yeah. not my eyes. The, the other thing to do, mate, is get a pair of binoculars. What? <laughs> yes. Who said that? Uh, let's say welcome to uh, Del Boy Gunner TV. Hi, mate. How the devil are you? Welcome um, along. Um, yeah, we've uh, we were we were split on your game against Brighton, uh, but I I went for an Arsenal win. And I also didn't get the top, so I went for a draw, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, for this one, yeah, and, and whether West Ham, I mean West Ham are in ninth, believe it or not. In, in the form table. So that shows how far, you know, their season has dropped off, if you like. And Brentford are 11th, so Brentford are just behind them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they are playing in Europe, and it's the fact that they've got that extra game. Whether they win it or whether they lose it, and if they win it, yes, they'll be on a high, and they're going to be looking at a semi-final of the European competition. And, of course, any club and I wish them well in it. I wish them well. I want them to do well. Uh, it's an English team after all, and I hope they do 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 well in, in the Europa. Um, but there's also that pressure that comes with it, so you're mentally drained as well because you know you, it's the home leg, they've got to get something from it if they want to go away and win. Um, and you know, it's not like they're on a good vein of form at the moment, and you know, as we can see there. Um, West Ham, you know, so they beat Everton, but they lost to Tottenham, they just beat Villa, they lost to Liverpool, and they just beat Wolves. So they're very up and down. Uh, but it's the fact that they're going to have played that game, oh. you know, it's that extra sort of 90 minutes. Yeah, and I'm also, I'm also not sure how good they're in the greatest respect. If it's a West Ham fan, and they can tell me more, but I. I just wonder about their depth. Because that's the issue that Leicester fans had for the last two seasons with us, and we've improved our depth yes. in quality. And I just I just wonder at this point of the season, their depth, is if they can afford to go full strength for Thursday and then rest and rotate mm. to a high enough quality away from home. I mean, I know right at the start of the season... Um, when they were doing, no, com they were comparing themselves to sort of Leicester's fifteen, sixteen squad and what have you. In, in all honesty, they were berating the fact that they hadn't got a big squad. You know, if Antonio's injured, they haven't really got a replacement for him still. Uh, so yeah. yeah, it's and I don't know how good Leon are and how good a game Leon are going to give them. Uh, I mean, Brentford beat them earlier in the season. So you know it's all it's all pointing to a Brentford win, and I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. And it's at the Community Stadium, um, and I can see see Brentford doing it. And I, I like Brentford, as you people know, but I can see them nicking this. I mean, do you think? And this this will apply to the next game as well, because obviously it's our game. But do you think when you get to West Ham, like you said, you know, you know, one bag gets heavier than the other as you maybe go further. Being a West Ham fan, you're going to want to really you'd sacrifice that fourth place, would you not, for getting into the final of the Europa League? There's no reason why they can't win it. I mean, I, I would say yes, because we get that same answer when we were asked about, oh, well, what would you take fourth place or winning the FA Cup? It's the same concept. It's a cup competition over the league. And Yes, whilst Champions League football is obviously the pinnacle dream for, for anybody in the Premiership, whether you're Norwich, 
I mean, <laughs> sorry, forget I said that. Whether you're a decent side <laughs> in the Premiership or or not, your um, your ambition, your your pinnacle goal, aside from obviously winning the damn division, would be to reach the the pinnacle competition through qualification and finishing top four in our division to get Champions League football. I mean, mm. UEFA and FA are doing all they can to make it done about the 60s and 17th century results over actually doing what you're doing in the present day. But until they get that right of passage, it's about finishing well in the league. And I'm sure West Ham fans would like a Champions League thing. But at the same time, this is a very precarious position for for West Ham because I, I don't, I'd have to look at the league table and I, I'd probably assume they're very certain of at least Europa League football again. And I think, being as that's the case, West Ham fans might just have it in the back of their head is, would it be considered a, a bottle job? As that's the phrase that everyone likes. It's not a failure, it's not a fade away, it's no. a bottle job. because of, that's, that, that's, that's the, the phrase that everybody's using at the moment. Yeah, isn't yeah that's it? the hot you know. phrase right now. Yeah. Would it yeah. be seen as that if they say, and let's just say they get to the final and they play Barcelona or whoever they can mm. meet up in that final? Uh, I don't, I don't know how it's branched out, uh, whatever. And they lost it, and then inadvertently, because I believe the final was played either one side of the the last game of the season. Mm. But if they were to lose, if they were to reach a European final and lose it and drop out of the Europa League spot, would West Ham fans see that as an ultimate failure and, and question yeah. David Moyes? Or, you know... And that, I that, don't necessarily think you can question... Got. I don't think you can question David Moyes on what no. he's done for them over the last two seasons. But media um, have a very easy way of twisting it to get you thinking, well, actually, yeah, that is a failure. Mm. And then there's David Moyes, you know, and that's what I mean. It, now, now if West Ham... If West Ham... Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, yeah. if they do get Europa League football in terms of their league position, why not go after it? Sack yeah. off the race for four. Because guess what? Winning Europa League also gets you in the Champions League. Yes. Plus as well, I mean, I was speaking to Louise last night when we did the uh, weekend roundup show. And as she said, you know, we didn't bottle it the last two seasons because for Leicester, fifth was good. And, fifth was amazing. You know, yeah, and West Ham. I mean, they're six at the moment. On you know, they've won, lost, won, lost, won. So they're going to lose the next one. But um, you know, they, they they are they've played one more game than Manchester United, and Manchester United are on the same points as them. All right, they may sort of think, well, you know, Manchester United, <laughs> we may be safe. But you know, Wolves are only two points behind them, uh, so they they can't. You know, I could maybe even see them slipping out of, of the top seven, to be honest with you. But, you yeah. know. Which, again, alludes to the fact of, are they going to throw all their eggs in that Europa League basket yes. and then look at a Brentford game and go, with the great respect, that's when we'll play a Lanzini or a, a Yarmolenko uh, and, and, and we'll, we'll hope for them to get a result. But if not, our focus is to get through the quarterfinals and, and win the Europa League. It, we we yeah. will see. As, as as a Leicester fan, I don't have them palpitations being a being in that position. I I just get the joys of enjoying us finishing as well as we can and hopefully winning the conference. Yes. Um, <laughs> does this become a West Ham channel? Um, we just like Claret and Blue. Well, some Claret yeah. and Blue. What, what we're trying mm -hmm. to do, Dan, is we're trying to 
we're getting a, a, a lot of claret and blue praising now because we're going to lose the claret and blue for next season. So we won't be able to talk about that. Yes, exactly. Yes. Yep, no, totally, totally right. Totally right there. So it, it is the it is the Premier League yeah. prediction show. So we do talk about yeah. all, sorry, all the I'm teams. Sorry, man. I know I know you waited fifty odd years to go and get knocked out by Aberdeen when you played in Europe. But when we got to talk about European sides that play in European competitions, we have to talk mm -hmm. about all of them, Daniel. This is how it works. <laughs> Listen to your father. He'll know. Hey, He'll know hey, hey, hey. Right. Paris up next for Leicester. Uh, Leicester in ninth, Palace are in twelfth. Um, good time to be playing. I don't think that's updated. Obviously, doesn't include last night's result on there because uh, I did these <laughs> before that. Um, so forgive, forgive me for that, Palace fans. But it, I mean, what a time to play, Palace! <coughs> oh, oh God, don't oh, die on me. No, it's not allowed on set. It's not allowed on that. No, um, no, do it in your own time. I'm just looking at Palace's other results. I mean, 2 0 win against that. I mean, they've, they've, they've been fairly difficult to beat this season. And yet, somehow, you look at their league position and, and then, you know, you look at their results in their last you know, four or five games there. And, mm. and they've never they've never really been in a fear of relegation since Vieira's took over. He's, probably improved them since Roy Hodgson. And I'm not just talking the quality of football they play because Roy is Roy, but in terms of their progression um, as a club. And again, you know, to reiterate the fact that Leicester, Dan, is, I'm, I'm talking about a European night, not a championship choosing night fixture. Um, Leicester play a very, very difficult opponent's PSV um, at home. And we'll, we'll obviously be wanting to try and win that competition because the way Leicester season has gone this season, I'm sure Brendan and the players maybe have it in their mind, similar to, to West Ham in the sense of we'll do our best in the league, obviously, mm. but our focus is get a good advantage, put us in a prime position for that second leg against PSV so we can try and win this competition and get into the Europa League next year that way. Well, yes. um, we have got the squad now where we can yeah. rotate it, aren't we? Because, I mean, I know I know we've got no indeed. We get one back and we lose one. It, it's sort of uh, typical yeah, Leicester this season. <laughs> we get one back, we get one away. Um, yeah, and, 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 and the good thing is, is in, in a weird way, the, 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 plot, the upside to a lot of injuries, which people may raise an eyebrow here and me say that, is, these so-called rotation players, I like to call them, or, or mm. backup players, as they're known as, like your Chowdhury's and your Mendes. Obviously, Mendes yeah. now instrumental to us in that midfield because of Ndidi's uh, season-ending injury. But then Chowdhury maybe looks at this um, and he thinks, oh, well, Mendy probably plays in the Europa League game, but... No, we can't. No, Mendy can't play in the Europa oh, League game. He's Europa not registered League. for that, but Chowdhury is. So oh, okay. they're going to be Chowdhury yeah. in the Europa and Mendy in the Premier. Well, still, my point was still stands. I got the order wrong, but I got my, my, my sense of <laughs> Chowdhury would play in the PSV game. Yeah. Uh, and, and then it, if Brendan wants to say, okay, certain players, like I play Vardy against PSV if he's fit, but then I play mm. Ian Acho on Crystal Palace. Like you said, 
the difference in quality that we have compared to not just West Ham, but uh, compared to other yeah, other seasons that we've had European football at Leicester, where yeah. we we probably have the luxury to, to fancy our chances in both of these games. It'll be difficult, you know, dependent on our result as well. Palace might say, you know, if, if for example, things don't go well, they might say, oh, they're wounded, we have to be cautious or take advantage. That game took a lot out of Leicester. We need to try and get out early. It all depends on how Vieira goes again, uh, goes, yeah. goes about it against us. So is this a Palace or a Leicester for you? Oh, and that's where my heart says Leicester, but my head says this is where we get a draw. And I don't want to jinx us because I want us to beat PSV and beat Palace and, and, and keep both options open for European football. So I'm going to get stuck on the fence like I did in our game against United and I'm going to go for a draw. No problem. Uh, Scott says very tight game 2-1 uh, to Leicester. Uh, Turfs, uh, Dan says we beat Aberdeen, then beat Istanbul Bakashia. Is that like, I mean, I thought Istanbul had the sort of two big teams, one of them being Fernchevos or something, and the other one being Galatasaray. I don't know who Bakashia It's like, it's like that's the equivalent of <laughs> saying you went to Liverpool and played Tranmere, Dan. Um, yeah. <laughs> sorry, mate. Sorry, oh, mate, in, but it in, is. Um, isn't that the Istanbul team that um, Denver Bar went to, Dan? In, you know, I don't know if you may have played against. Oh, so you lost to Olympiacos. Okay, so you had a mini European tour in the qualifiers. Yeah. yeah. Scott, right. Who are you going for for this one? Um, while we took this is one of those where actually the form table actually does come into its own. Uh, <laughs> a draw, but after uh, Pat's comments, <laughs> Palace. Um, fair dues, Dan. Fair dues. I mean, for me. Um, I know you should have left the last three words off and just put put me down um, because you're going down. <laughs> See what oh, I did there? Hey. Just, just, just one second. We do not condone bullying on the Leicester till I die. Yeah, I'm available for weddings, <laughs> bar mitzvahs, <laughs> christenings. Um, Please don't hire him for funerals, God. No, <laughs> I oh, I God for funerals. Um, I mean Leicester Knights, like we say, Palace. Uh, I think they're probably higher than twelfth at the moment because again, this is an old um, this Monday night games do me do me head in. Palace a ninth, Leicester a tenth uh, because that that um, win took Palace above us uh, as a plus four goal difference against our, our minus four. So it did take them above us. Um, All right. Well, wouldn't I, I'll change mine. Leicester going to beat Palace eight mm-hmm. 0 <laughs> in the form table. Uh, Leicester eighth and Palace a sixth. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm I, I'm getting a nosebleed having us form up there in uh, in, in eighth place. I, I'm I'm torn on this one because. We've just started to get some good results together. We've just got the players coming back. Um, Palace, I think that they, they they did us, did they not, earlier in the season? I oh, know it was no, two all. Draw. Draw. We were two nil up with they... the courtesy of VAR, I think, wasn't it, or something? Oh no, we went two nil up, didn't we? And then yeah, they came yeah, back. Yeah, yes. we, in fact, it was one of them where it was against the run of play. We took the lead, and I think Ian yes. had to do it. And then yeah. in the second half, we uh, we had we we fell apart. 
To be honest, I, 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 but Palace are one of our bogey teams, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Dan, the, the sorry, I'm just going to go back here. Sorry, uh, mate. I've just got to read this one out. I mean, Chris for funeral is like inviting death to the wake. Oh. <laughs> Dan, I can mute you. I can mute you. Um, so uh, they are one of our bogey teams. Schlupp is on, you know, <laughs> he's, he's, he always gets a goal against us, doesn't he? Uh, Palace love them. And I'm I'm going to go for a draw. I'm going to have to agree with both of you two. I can see this being a draw. Um, I want Leicester to win, obviously, but like you said, you know we've got that midweek game. Um, you know, probably Leicester. We're playing. We're playing PSV midweek. We'll probably get about four injuries. Yeah. So yeah. And I just, I just I just feel like that even if say for Farner and Evans play and go through ninety minutes against PSV. With how we've been with our injuries that you've just alluded to there, I just yeah. feel that, that consciousness of not wanting to rush them back and still ease them in, even though they're playing more, you might mm. see like an Amati or Soyuncu partnership or a combination yeah. of something more than back-to-back. I can't really see Evans and and yeah. uh, Fafana both between them playing PSV and... Uh, oh, and certainly Palace. not Evans. Certainly not Evans, no. No. Uh, I hope I hope my Marty's given a chance because he he really does he deserve, deserve it. it. Yeah, he did deserve uh, it. Vardy back hopefully for the Palace game. I haven't heard that, uh, Scott, but it's all good news if he is. Let's just hope we don't rush him back though. You know, yeah. Let, 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 I I would love to see what we want. And this is what I said, Vardy. I think he's going to be his future role as it was against Burnley. Come on for the last twenty minutes and score a goal. Talking of Burnley. And I can only introduce this next game as already I can see this being the last game on match of the day <laughs> because it is uh, Norwich versus Burnley. Now, Burnley have got Everton tomorrow night, a must-win game for them. And Burnley have got Norwich at the weekend and a must-win game for them. I mean, oh. you know, Burnley... And Dan, this next week, or this next, what we're looking at, one, this next five days will determine your season. Very if, strong point there, yeah. Yeah, if you do not get, if you do not get a minimum, and this is a minimum of four points, then get your atlas out and find out where, you know, um, Nottingham is and Coventry and Derby and all that because you are going to need it. You've got to beat Everton and really you've got to beat Norwich. Um, you you need you need a minimum of four points. Um, I just I can't see anything less than that that you need. What what do you think, Brad? How do you see this going? I mean, because we've got the joys of seeing who plays, you know, of Everton playing before Manchester United. I think Sean Dyche will look at exactly that. He'll want four points. He will basically set the boundary of, the, like you've just said, the minimum we get from these two games has to be four points. Mm. And I think if they can, if they can come out of the game against Everton with a draw, whilst on paper it might feel like, oh, that's nothing... Nothing ventured, nothing gained on Everton. It's not the most ideal result. You still keep them within that facility. And then if they go to Old Trafford and you 
mm. and you're preparing to play Norwich and you know that Everton have been beaten, 1 0, 3 0, doesn't matter, as long as they lose mm. that game. And that, that's the biggest if. Because yeah. as much as beating them will give you the confidence boost, if they then somehow go and beat Manchester United, it's like, well, F8, that was effing, you know. Yeah. If you can come out of that and you go, hold on a minute, now it looks better that we've got a draw against Everton because now if we win, we, we're going to close that gap. And I think if the results pan out the way that I've, well, that we've predicted for the Man United Everton game, that will mm. really fire Burnley up. And, and it has to because if it doesn't, they're down. That is it. End of conversation. There was no more, no second chances, no 17th chances. No. They're done. And for that reason, and, and because we don't want to get sued for, for victimising and bullying, uh, I have gone for Burnley to win this game because out of the two teams that have been that are playing this game, if I had to pick, I'd rather Burnley have a chance to stay up than Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Burnley, given the due, I know since they came up with us, they've 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 been down and come back again. But you know, like I say, they're not a Norwich. I I want Norwich to go down. Yes, I do. But do I think they'll they'll get anything from this game? I mean, Burnley are sixteenth. In the form table, Norwich are 19th, but you're looking at 19th and 20th. This is last chance saloon for Burnley. You know, we keep saying, like like Terry said there, um, uh, you know, he thinks Burnley will turn them over. Um, you, 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 we, we've, we keep saying, like, this is it, Burnley, Burnley, you know, their second half of the season, it, it happens. And, you know, it... it it isn't impossible. You know, look at Leicester City and their great escape year. You know, we, we were probably thinking the same as you. Well, I was, Dan, thinking the same as you. And then, my God, suddenly we, we, we turned it on. Um, but you've got to do it. Start doing it now. And you've got to start doing it against two teams mm. that are that close to you. Like we said, Brentford, the, the, uh, earlier in the thing, they're beating the teams around them, you know. And... Yeah. That's that. And I can't say how important it is, and equally for Norwich, and equally for for Everton as well. I mean, I can see. Um, who did you go for this one? Sorry, Brad. Burnley. Burnley. You went for Burnley, right? Uh, Dan obviously has gone for Burnley. He thinks he'll win both games. Um, Dyche will want results and want them now. Uh, I mean, you know, you 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 sold Chris Wood. Uh, and like, I mean, you saw he wasn't a 20, he wasn't, he, he was not a striker that was going to keep you in the Premier League. And you bought Weghorst for half the money that isn't a striker that's going to keep you in the Premier League, you know. No, he, no, they sold Chris Wood and got a wish order version of him, yes, yeah, you know. I mean, you know, you had 30 million, you spent 15, and I know there's other players that you were after that fell through that that changed their minds, but. You know, you should have a list that well, that one falls through. We've got this one. That one falls through. We've got this one because that's how the transfer works. I unfortunately can see Burnley and Everton being a draw. This one, I'm going to say, if Burnley can't win, not beat Norwich, then you might as well pack up your bags and, and go home. So I'm going to go for a, a tight Burnley win. To be honest with you, so. Um, 
<laughs> no, you haven't. Uh, no, you haven't, Terry. Um, you just read on Twitter that anybody who has commented tonight gets 90% discount on merch. No, you don't. But if you want to become a gold member, you can become a bronze member, a silver member, or a gold member. And there's different benefits for each one. Uh, if you if you become a gold member, um, that sounds rather rude, doesn't it? Is your member gold? Uh, if you become a gold member, you get 5% off all the merchandise. But you have to be a gold member for a, a, a sort of a minimum of six months. So there, there we go. That is that is 5% off for you. But no, I'm agreeing with you, Brad. I'm agreeing with um, Dan. I'm going for the Burnley win. Uh, and like I say, if it's not, it's bye-bye Burnley. Um, I'll put you in touch with some championship bloggers, uh, Dan. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Oh, well, I, we actually, we play at 2 o'clock on the Sunday. This game, I think, is a 4.30 kickoff. Um, we've put our post-match show back because of this, have we not, Brad? It is, it's the game, as it stands at the moment, the game of the season. Whether, whether whoever wins this wins the league or not, I don't know. Um, but... <sighs> It's it's probably going to be a boring nil-nil and be disappointing, you know. Yeah, which would say it all. Um, but it's ironic um, that you say this is the, the biggest game of the, the season because it, 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 it very well will be the title decider. Um, because if you look at... I know Man City, you're probably going to tell me a, four, uh, a fifth or sixth on the form book. But this is one of them games where you look at their last results and they mirrored each other. They literally mirrored each other about how they went about business. And I I, I know I'm very well known for my bold statements. And this isn't quite as bold as North Macedonia standards. So don't, don't set your alarm bells ringing too much. But I I think this game is is it. And, and, mm. and, and I think whoever wins this will win the league. But I also think you know, we talked about X going to baskets and managing other competitions and all that. I think whoever loses this will come second in the league, obviously, but will go on to win the Champions League. Wow. I'm because just leaving a gap there so that I can clip that. Yeah. <laughs> that is a that is up there with your North Macedonia to win the Euros quote. Yeah, although this does have more chance, especially if Liverpool lose it, because they do have a good Champions League record. So if Manchester, if Manchester City lose this game, I'm 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 fed because they always pop. But uh, yeah, whoever doesn't win this game, uh, obviously if it's a draw, then buggers to my prediction. But uh, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, yeah, I think whoever wins this, the the loser of this will do a two shell. And focus on the competition and try and win it. And uh, right. And who are you going for for being that winner? Uh, look, I, I might I might not be that bothered about Liverpool winning it now because they finally got over that. It's hanging crap they used to do for thirty years, but um, hmm. still think it's Man City. I I think Liverpool have more to lose than gain by. By, by losing this game or drawing this game, they have to win it because I just feel that the end the end running will just mirror each other. They, mm. I think 
you know, and I know there's some African fans out there at the Scottish League, but I think if they, if, if Man City do a Celtic to these and open up that gap a bit more, it's too late. And I think if, it, if it's a draw, Man City will just do enough for the remainder of the games to keep that, keep Liverpool at bay. Uh, and, and, and that'll be the title race um, over mentally, because I just don't see Man City dropping any more points other than this game. This is the only potential I see. Jordan and the Wiser, who are you going for? Man City, mate. I did say sorry. I did say Man City at start. Yeah, Man City. Man City. Yeah. Game problem. I mean, sorry. it was a draw earlier in the season, two-two. Um, like we say, Man City topped by a point. Now, funnily enough, in the form table, Liverpool are number one in the form table. Man City are actually down in fourth. Um, yeah, I knew earlier someone about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Let, let's 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 have a look. I mean, sorry, Dan. Manchester City two over Burnley two nil. They only drew with Palace. They stuffed Man United. Um, they beat Everton one nil, and they lost to Tottenham. Mm-hmm. Now Liverpool two nil Watford two nil Arsenal two nil Brighton. Sorry, bad one nil West Ham six nil Leeds. <laughs> that said, I mean, last last weekend, Man City had the advantage of seeing Liverpool play first. True, but I also remember that always seems to be the case with with broadcasting tally, doesn't it? Because whoever seems to be the underdog or behind in the race seems to be able to play first so they can put the pressure on the team in front. I, I remember it wasn't until later on, near, near the back end of our championship winning season that we were forced to watch Spurs play beforehand to close yeah. the gap to two points and five points and then seven points and then when it got to that five to seven point gap we were on first to extend it to seven and ten points so no surprises to see they're trying to play the psychological game with both teams swapping chopping and changing who plays first each week yes yeah um <sighs> I, 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 as I, said, I was torn as to who I wanted to actually win the league because I didn't want Liverpool because they've got one and we've got one and I didn't want them to go above us. But they will at some point, I think, over the next two or three years, get that one, whether it's this year or not. Do you know what? I, I, I can actually see this being a draw and it being a frustrating game. We're expecting a brilliant, you know, it's like, it's like when you get that fake up. Final and it's between you know Manchester United and, and Chelsea or something and it turns out to be such a drab game <laughs> and I can I can see this being a disappointment. I am going to go and this is really going to split us up this week uh, with the points, Brad. But I am going to go for a, a draw. I think it will be a draw. You know? uh, I, I, I tell you what, anyone out there that knows a fencing company and they want to sponsor Leicester so I die. It's a right channel, but Chris sits on the fence that much. It tests the sturdy, sturdy strength of any offence company. If you want to give a challenge, Chris, the way he sits on fences on this channel when it comes to predictions, uh, just just saying, get the get out of there. Just let me know any any infamous local uh, fence companies because he's good at sitting on them, aren't you, Chris? Well, let's just have a look, mate. Uh, oh, yeah. look. <laughs> I'm ahead of you. I uh, mean... <laughs> you fancy, uh, you stole my tactic. I, I trained you too well, didn't I? <laughs> no, you've just a cute, you know, whatever, my tactics, whatever they are, are, are working. But it could yeah. all turn around this week. And let me just say, Brad, uh, Arsenal-Brighton, draw. 
Leicester Crystal Palace draw. You you you're pretty much on the same fence as me. It's it's the only two draws I've got because I've started writing them down with me. I'm getting it's like it's not, I'm like a child with a new toy, Chris. I got this notepad stone. I want to use three pages. Look, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm so, using psychological reasons. For yeah, you draw. you you are. I mean, I've gone for one, two. If I've gone for four draws, in fairness, yeah. and to know. be fair, to, uh, last week the two what two of the draws I went for were Brighton result and Leicester results, so and they got me points. And, and so if they were, <laughs> <laughs> there we I'm go. Happy for Terry says, uh, "How do you become a, a BS <laughs> gold member?" Uh, serious question on the Leicester Till I Die homepage, uh, Leicester Till I Die TV. YouTube homepage and just type in Lessons of Light ITV and it will bring it up. On the homepage at the top, there is a thing that you it should light up blue actually. You click on that and you pay whatever you want to pay each month, Terry. Um, obviously, bronze, silver, and gold are um, bronze is the cheapest, then silver, then gold. Uh, and there's a, it will tell you the different benefits. That each one has, but the gold, the gold one does have the five percent discount on the yeah. merchandise. Um, so that that's what you need to do. Say, just click on that link and and follow the instructions. Uh, and then please do then message me and tell me what you're entitled to because I, I need to go and check myself. It was a while ago I did it, um, but it does give you the chance to come on the shows and do all that if you want to as well. Um, and does that as well, Scott? I thought that was just for uh, making a donation. I didn't think you could become a member on that. But bottom right certainly gives you – you can make a donation uh, yeah, one up for the show. Can, yeah, I think you can do a thing where it's, it's called Super Chat. So you donate anywhere between 99p, as it is, or a pound to yeah. whatever you uh, – any amount you want, really. And, and then I think it yeah. automatically posts the message up for you yeah certainly on the home page um where you got my logo under, under the main header at the top there's a little white box with blue writing that says join and uh it will on that um you would be able to say join uh on the dollar sign at the bottom uh let's just have a look Oh, no, you can do membership as well. Super sticker, well, super really? chat on membership. I didn't realise that. So you can do it that way as well, um, Terry. Scott's the man in the know. Don't uh, and Dan as well. In fairness, don't you don't feel you have to, but obviously everything is uh, everything is available. Uh, everything is gratefully received, as they say. So let's just go through that then, Brad. Uh, Newcastle Wolves. Um, you've gone for Wolves, myself and Steve. And when I say Steve, I mean Dan, of course, um, has gone for the draw, as you just so politely reminded me. Um, we've all gone for Man United win over Everton, and I think that's more because of how bad Everton are as to, rather than how good Man United are. Oh, it's definitely that reason, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've kind of been polite. Uh, Arsenal, Brighton. Um, I've gone for an Arsenal win. Brad's gone for his fence-sitting draw, and obviously Steve's had to go for Brighton. Of course he has. No, so I'm saying this, but I hope for my sake and, and Steve's is right. <laughs> yeah, Southampton and Chelsea. Well, he would whatever happens, he, he would never go for Arsenal. Let's be honest. That's Southampton, right. Chelsea. You've gone Southampton. 
the draw for Steve, Chelsea for me, and then the third one on a trot where we've split straight down. Uh, Watford was Steve's choice. Uh, I've gone for the draw. <laughs> yeah, all right, maybe I've gone for a few draws. <laughs> <laughs> Brad has gone for a Leeds win. Hey, I'm I'm I've come from the pools age where you used to you getting the draws was what you wanted. Uh, cheers, Scott. Scott's got to go off. Thanks very much for popping in, mate. All the best. Uh, uh, take care. Speak soon. Um, Villa Spurs. Well, we know Steve would have gone for Aston Villa. You and me have gone for Spurs, although not necessarily through choice. Um, Brentford, West Ham. Nobody can see a West Ham win. Wow. Um, we've all three gone for Brentford. And we've all three, including you, young Bradley, have gone for the draw. Who's Bradley? He's, he's the naughty version of you. He's the oh, naughty yeah, version of you. I have to remember that every time I'm in trouble. Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like I'm. I was, I was always to my ex-wife and my... Um, an ex-wife and my, uh, my my mother. I was always Christopher when I was naughty, never Chris. Oh, see, yeah. see, see. Uh, not, not, not to copy uh, Will Smith, but uh, if you ever feel a smack in the mouth, it's because my mum's heard you say, "Call me Bradley," and she t- she won't like it. <laughs> so, All right, okay. Um, no, I apologise, Mrs. <laughs> Perkis. Forgive me. Oh, um, you'll slap me for that. Her last name's different to mine. <laughs> Just just go and just come and slack me, Brad's mum. I'll turn myself to the bed. <laughs> it's, um, anyway, um we've all gone for the draw, Leicester Norwich, uh, sorry, Leicester Palace. We've all gone for the Burnley win. Um out of and... desperation, and so we don't get taken to court for bullying. Yes, and, and just in case of that, hello, Mrs. Riley. How are you? And Man City, I've actually got a video of Mrs. Riley saying hello to me. Oh, I don't oh. know how to download it, though. That's the problem. Man City, <laughs> Liverpool, again, we split a straight across that. Um, you were, you've you gone for Man City. Um, Steve went for Liverpool. And, of course, I've, I've surprise, surprise, have gone for... Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a draw, would you believe? <laughs> yeah. Luke has gone two-one to Brighton. Yeah, mm. I, I I kind of agree with you, Luca, but it's it's not through choice. But we all know that if Brighton actually beat Arsenal, that you and Steve Stephen will have a half-hour rant on each other's platform. Why you have guests in? When you do these shows, I don't know because they become superfluous to to the needs of the channel. Just might as well have you and Stephen on. Uh, and Dan says, uh, rumor has it that the blue tinted specs guy is Banksy and has admitted to using three pages in a notepad. <laughs> I could not possibly comment. I could not possibly comment um, without without being sued. Hey, this is coming up tomorrow. Is and you'll be back again, Brad. Yes, yeah, well, I've, I've, I've you know what, fun enough, mate, since I brought this, I've got this in my diary. What's it written yeah. in? 7 pm. 
Now, Dan, you see, this is what Brad's bought a book and he's using it. You need to start using yours. Um, we are we, we are playing PSV in the first leg. Um, it's I'm a bit worried. I'm not going to lie. They're second and unbeaten in five um, in their league. But we'll also be speaking to Michael, who is a PSG fan, PSV fan, sorry, PSG, BSV fan. And he um, does a, a special broad, uh, broadcast, broadcast and blog on and video logs as well on the Dutch league. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what he's got to say and what his thoughts are on the upcoming game. But um, uh, he says, at least I don't use mine. I'm not sure what you mean there, Luca, but uh, he did say, um, we'll set up the super chat tomorrow. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you very much, Terry. Much appreciated. I really do appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, yeah, so that's at seven o'clock tomorrow. And uh, and after that, might be nipping over to give Dan some moral support in his game um, against uh, Everton. Oh, you don't use your diary, Luca. Was that why when we were doing the show earlier in the year and I was coming on your channel and you sent me a reminder saying like, and when I sent you a reminder saying, I'm sat here, where are you? And you said you've never sent a link and I said, but it's on your channel and you'd forgotten. Maybe you need to use your diary, Luca. Maybe you do. <laughs> I jest, I jest. Hey, as always, Brad, it's, oops, it's always, it's a pleasure. You are starting your own podcast. Uh, details are in the link below, and certainly your Twitter link is. How can people have a listen? When 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 is the first show coming up? So I'm I'm recording the first episode uh, on Friday evening with um, with the three guests that I'll have on. Uh, it's Chloe, Reese, and Doug. Uh, the topic of it is Marvel versus DC and which one they think is better. So we're recording that, and depending on what time I get done editing it, I will either put it up Friday night or it will go up first thing Saturday. Um, so, yeah, that's getting done Friday. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and it'll be the kickoff one. So, yeah, just check my link out in the bio um, on it. And please just, even if it's a thumbs up or a share, or you hit and subscribe, it'd be great just to have your support. And yeah, thanks for letting us shout that out, mate. No, no, you're more than welcome. Go and give it a support. And if you like me, a true superhero fan, you know what the answer is already. It's Marvel. Your show's for, you know why they're doing your show now, Brad. Wow, that's a joy. <laughs> that's, that's a joy and the captions to the title, mate. It doesn't matter if all three of the guests share the same exactly. Oh, no, no, no. I jest. You know, you know I jest. Yeah. Talking of Friday, actually, this Friday at 7 o'clock, we would normally be having the Palace Review. But we've actually got a special with um, John Morgan, the old Leicester City ladies manager or Leicester City oh. women's manager, uh, who's coming on following bad timing, I know, but following a, a 9-0 and a 5-0 defeat for the ladies. We get on the man that was sacked <laughs> because they weren't winning games. But yes. he's, he's a nice guy. He's a totally nice guy. Uh, if you've got any questions, get them in uh, on the show. We will be asking him your questions as well. So that will be very interesting because, um, you know, it, it's interesting to see, you know, how it's run. I mean, they play at the King Power now as well. It's all it's all moving yeah. forward. It looks like we're going to stay up this season, basically because Birmingham are worse than us. But, uh, yeah, John Morgan, 8th, uh, the 8th of April, Friday at 7 o'clock. Look out for it. Brad, all the best, mate. 
Yeah, cheers. Thanks for having us on. I do enjoy these shows as always, yeah. mate. And I'll say, I'll say thanks to Steve. <laughs> I'm sure. Steve, give me a Let someone else talk. Stop talking, Steve. God, <laughs> I know you. You can't shut him up, can you? Right. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Luca. It means a lot. Cheers, mate. You know I only joke. You know I only joke. Uh, I did say that fourth place was yours to uh, to throw away. Uh, I didn't think you'd take me literally. I've got to be honest with you, Dan. Thank you so much for standing in for Steve. Not sure what you stood in. Depends whether you were in the corner or not. Um, <laughs> press charges. That was Brad. That was nothing to do with me. That was Brad. That you press charges against. I still want to know how you made the noise when you got it out that, <laughs> that woke Kate up. <laughs> that, that's another show for another time, which will probably be past midnight. Brad, stay safe, mate. All the best to Thank Chloe, you. and I'll see you tomorrow again at seven o'clock. All the best. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Amazon. Cheers, All mate. You're welcome. Thank you. Thanks to Brad there, uh, my partner in crime. Um, great, great help. Do give his podcast a listen. Uh, it's, it's not, and it might be there may well be some football content in there, but I mean, it, it's going to be great. Marvel, we all, we've all got our favourites, haven't we? Marvel or, or, or DC, and I'm sure it will be a great discussion. Thanks to, to Dan, as I say, for popping on and for... Um, Standing in for Steve. Um, Steve still hasn't read his message, so I'm guessing he, he's been he's stuck somewhere um, where he he can't get. He's probably with his job. He does get it. Um, have to go out at the last minute. Thanks to everybody else that popped in. Thanks to Terry in advance for doing the uh, membership. I really do appreciate it. Um, you, you know, I appreciate that you don't. You know, you never have to. Uh, I'm not working, so you know, I, I struggle with with that sort of thing. So anything like that. I appreciate the fact that, you know, you're considering doing it. Thank you very much, sir. And thank you to everybody else in the chat as well. Thank you for watching Lester Till I Die TV. Please don't forget to give us a subscribe if you haven't on uh, YouTube. And obviously also give us um, a like on the video as well. And if you have been listening to this on your favorite podcast stay, uh, platform, whichever that is, because we're all over the place. I keep finding new platforms that I'm on. that I'm, Some of them I've never even heard of, but we're on the main ones. Thank you for listening. And I will see you tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Good night. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram.
Social Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.